All right, listeners, welcome back to the Heroes Path podcast. Uh, before we start, I do want to mention, uh, if you're not aware, we're going to cover the direct. We'll we're get here the, we'll, to cover the direct. We'll, we'll get to the urgent news in a second, but uh, we do have a new podcast that is not on this feed, but it's on a different feed. It's the Complete Guide to Termina. And if somehow you've listened to this podcast and are on this feed and are not on that feed, uh, go check out our Twitter. It's a link to it there. We're having fun playing Majora's Mask, but we're, we're not talking about Majora's Mask. We're not here. Today to talk about Majora's no. Mask, Ryan. Yeah, there's some very urgent stuff now, that happened. There's some incredibly okay. Our long national nightmare is over. We've waited <laughs> all of this time, and finally, Ryan, yeah. we yeah. get to talk about Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Okay. This is the <laughs> before we talk. This about is the post podcast. The like downloadable content of the hero's path where we talk about all the other botwa likes and you did manage to play immortals phoenix rising yeah i i threatened on an earlier episode that if ubisoft got me a copy of the game that i would play it and talk about it on the podcast and so it ended up on game pass finally and so i played about three hours of it and before we talk about the nintendo direct from whatever today is uh i just wanted to touch in on it really quick um, okay, tell us about I this I don't game. think it's great. It's probably a video game you could play, but it's not it's not Breath of the Wild. Basically, I haven't played a lot of I I've, I've dipped my toes into modern open world gaming kind of stuff and it feels extremely just that but using Breath of the Wild aesthetics and some of like the mechanics, but not really. Do you have a hang glider? You have wings that you glide with. You have Icarus's wings because it's all uh, Greek mythology. Okay. And you can you can do a double jump and then you can do a little glide. There's all climbing right. that's not very good. Um, the the main thing though is just the open. I finally I played through the intro and I got to the open world and the open world's not great. And it's because like. The open world, in the vein of a lot of open world games that I've played that are more modern, are very much, here's a map, get to a high point, and then you can ping a million icons on the map that tell you, here's an activity you can do there. Oh, okay. It's very inorganic in that way. So, like, oh, that sucks. I pinged a little thing, and it's like, you can come over here and fight some monsters, and then a chest unlocks. And it's like, that's not exactly so... different than what breath of the wild does but because it's like marked as in an terms of yeah it tells you what you're doing yeah it sucks it doesn't it's, i hate this game it's not like you could play this game you could probably see you could probably sink 60 hours into this game extremely easily it's extremely playable in that way except that it has combat mechanics that i don't care for but that's my problem the only way I would interact with Immortals Phoenix Rising would be to scrape it off of my shoe. Dang. Vicious cutting commentary here. Also, it's got a constant running dialogue playing over everything you're doing where Zeus and Prometheus are having a conversation where like Prometheus is telling the story of what you, the character Phoenix, are doing. 
but oh. it's like done in a like like joking commentary way where Zeus will be like, that's boring. So now a bunch of monsters attacked and it's extremely ignorable. I just put on a podcast while I played this game and ignored all the dialogue. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay. I bet there's some good stuff in there if you dig deep enough, but I played three hours and said, nope, I'm good. I'm just going to tack it onto the rest of this other episode we're going to talk about. Okay. Let's get to the good episode. Let's so get to the great, awesome content. The Nintendo there Direct a happened. Nintendo Direct. After a and, long time. Yes. And, there, and I will spoil, there is Breath of the Wild content here to talk about, or else we wouldn't be podcasting about it. I love the idea that someone is like, <laughs> didn't know that there was a direct or that there was Breath of the Wild stuff. And they were like, oh, but these guys have a new po- episode. Ah, I'll get my Nintendo Direct coverage from Ryan and Zach. You know what? You if could you're do, out there, you could do please worse. contact us. I I want to I want to know to whom I am that source of information. I I don't think we're experts, but I feel like you could do far worse than listening to us talk about this stuff. Yeah, oh, I think yeah, we do all right. You could get your news from the bottom of my shoe. It's getting crowded down there. <laughs> so the first thing on the direct is Fire Emblem Engage, and I didn't hear the intro correctly, or I don't remember my lore correctly, because I thought that this must be a sequel to the mobile gacha game Fire Emblem Heroes. I think it is. I think that was the... I have not played Fire Emblem Heroes, but it sounds like it's just straight up a sequel to that. No, because Fire Emblem Heroes takes place... Like, the base setting for it is Fodlan... And the base, the the world that this takes place in is something else. Okay, uh, I, but it's like kind of the same idea as Fire Emblem Heroes because Fire Emblem doesn't have a single like continuity. When they find out that people love all the different continuities and they have to bring it together, they have to come up with these uh, fictional constructs of well, we're going to summon heroes from other worlds that like they're wishing they could just that they always had a single timeline that they could not have to come up with goofy excuses for bringing characters together it's really funny they keep trotting out marth like marth is a big deal when like from what i get i don't play fire emblem but from what i gather all the modern stuff is centered around the newer characters that people like uh yes marth is like i think that the whole idea and aesthetic of the game is appealing to the new players. And then you put in stuff like Marth to appeal to the old folks who just want their cool Marth back. And I was thinking about why don't I care about Fire Emblem anymore? And I think it's because the new character designs and the new like aesthetic is so wacky crazy anime with people with hair is spiraling all over the place and like armor that's floating up over you and like i when the, i played fire emblem on the game boy advance people were just wearing like tunics and stuff i it's i was thinking about this today because this game feels extremely modern in its character mm-hmm. design in that like these anime characters look like anime characters from all the gotcha games that I see people on Twitter play, and yeah. specifically uh, VTubers. The the lead characters mm. on this, the 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 main the blue red hair guy or girl, yeah, 
um, is specifically designed by the same person that designed a VTuber I watch clips of. So okay. it's like same character designer and everything. So you have this like modern ecosystem of artists who are all producing art, like producing anime character designs. Yeah. That like is become this kind of modern standard of design, which is really interesting in like a culture way. Yeah. Um, but it's also probably not that different altogether than like how some of the like instruction manual art of the original fire emblem games is all like anime style of that era right uh no you're right i think it is anime style of that era and it's just that that era was a lot more understated yeah it just had different um different aesthetic or I guess choices yeah was 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 like Back then, to be cool, you had to take X, like a picture from an illuminated manuscript, and say, okay, what could I do on top of this yeah. to make it like a cool medieval guy? But then each generation of anime or Fire Emblem after that is like, well, what do I do with what my dad liked to make it cool? Well, I have to add this. I have to make the hair go like this. I have to make the hair like go like this and this and this. And in, you know, 50 or 100 years... um, there will be too much hair and you won't be able to see the characters maybe but yeah i don't i don't go here but this kind of looks like a more traditional game than the last one they made which was like a persona or something so i don't know, I don't know. but it's there next on the schedule it takes two there's this married couple and they have problems, but then they turn into dolls and it um, is cute, but it's two player only. Oh, is it? I didn't pay attention. To yeah, that. that's funny. That's, I, I, I saw that and I was like, oh, you poor guys, because <laughs> um, it's such a good concept, but no one's going to like that. Uh, People are just going to say, why can't I play this by myself? Yeah, there's why can't I play it with that, four? But... Yeah. So I hope I hope that they enjoy some level of success yeah then you got oh go ahead fatal frame mark of the lunar eclipse mask of the lunar eclipse oh yeah that's what it says um, um i have the, a question go ahead go ahead have you ever played a fatal frame no i don't like horror games oh okay i'm a big it, baby it struck me like from the trailers I can't get a sense of what is different from Fatal Frame to Fatal Frame. It looks like the same kind of thing over and over again. That's and probably... Wonder, Go ahead. Like, is that the case? Is that what you're about to say? No, I was going to say that's probably true if you were to look at, like, a bunch of Silent Hill games back-to-back. -back. Uh, maybe. I, I also don't know Silent Hill, so I can't really speak to it. You got a I camera. know that Silent Hill has, like... Like, they did that one thing with the apartment where they were like, well, yeah. most of the time you're in the apartment. Like, or, but, like, Phoenix, right, is they never, like, change up the gameplay, do they? they there's all the, the as the as that series went on, each game got its own, like, gimmick mechanic. Okay. But otherwise, it's, yeah, pretty much the same. I, I just wonder, for Fatal Frame fans, is it enough to just do the same kind of taking pictures of ghosts all the time? Or are they switching it up like there's motion controls in this one? There might be in this one. This is actually, I read, a remake of an unreleased Wii Fatal Frame game. 
awesome. So <laughs> some Fatal Frame fan out there that was trying to struggle through it in Japanese is stoked right now. So good for them. Oh, you mean uh, you didn't mean untranslated in that? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, unreleased, unreleased in the West. I like the idea that. I was really amused by it being unreleased on the Wii, and but then they pulled it out of the the Wii tomb. Anyway, <laughs> who cares? Uh, let's get to a game that everyone cares about: Xenoblade Chronicles Three. There's a new character for that video game, and she is mechanical. There's like other the... mechanical <laughs> characters in the series. I've seen videos. <laughs> The, the 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 copy for the trailer has nothing interesting to say except she what how is she she seems to be a mechanical person like okay yeah the announcer Fine. was trying some stuff with the yeah with some of some of the the line reads here um moving on SpongeBob SquarePants the Cosmic Shake. I so bet, this is a SpongeBob SquarePants game in 3D. I bet it's perfectly fine. I don't know. I don't go here. The thing is, you keep saying that, Zach. <laughs> um, I said it twice. Uh, you said it like on Google Hangouts. Or <laughs> the um, the what I noticed about SpongeBob SquarePants: The Cosmic Shake is that he uses something to glide at some point. And I thought, oh, it's SpongeBob Breath of the Wild. It's not like open world, as far as I can tell, but just the idea that <laughs> what Breath of the Wild brought to us is <laughs> not like really a philosophy of a truly open world where you can just go anywhere, but it was like, what did people like? Climbing, gliding, okay, ship it. Yeah. Do whatever you were going to do with your game, but add a hang glider. Um, fitness boxing, Fist of the North Star. This is a, a a pretty inspired licensing of a property here. Like the people who get to work on this <laughs> must be having so much fun. Yeah, I know people liked that fitness boxing game. I never got it, but I know I know people like that game, and then coming up with the idea of well what what if we do a licensed version what would be the best thing we could do and it's like well this yeah. is the north star obviously and then getting to do that is just yeah it's really one of those ideas that you see on an internet forum like, yes this would be smart and then everyone says that's not going to happen <laughs> that's not how games work right <laughs> well it did this time that's great i'm happy for them oddballers what do you have to say about oddballers this game made zero impression on me and had i not written it down here i would have forgotten it was in the direct yeah tunic on switch yeah uh, so um oh this isn't in the same feed but on the majora's mask podcast we talked to jason Yu, who talked about how this game was cool and then you said you bounced off of it you're like true. i don't go here I didn't say that for this game. I do go here. I just bounced off of it. Uh, but I think you would enjoy it, Ryan. So I'm excited yeah. that it's going to switch because that seems like something. Up, it's more up your alley than my alley. Yeah, I'm going to get this game. I'm excited for you. Thanks. You know what I'm excited for you? What's that? The games that you're going to love are Front Mission First, Toost, and Threest. 
I think Zach I played... loves mechs. All he wants to do, do is I... be like a big walking tank. You love mechs. You make gunpla. So... I, I do make gunpla. Those are fun to make. Uh, I bet they you have front mission gunpla. Listen to, you know all about, you've been on a Gundam podcast. I have right? been on a Gundam podcast. That's true. So um, you're like a mech guy. That has been my identity recently. So that's interesting. But I haven't played, I played one of these on an emulator once a little bit and they're probably fine. How does it look qua remake? It looks like a 3D remake of an old duty game. It's probably perfectly fine. Okay. Uh, you know what else is probably perfectly fine? A remake of Harvest Moon. I mean, Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life. Because I did play this on the GameCube, and I don't remember it very well. Oh, is this the GameCube one? I don't. I never know which one's which. Uh. I remember it so poorly that I would not be surprised if I turned out to be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is the GameCube one. I remember it as the one where there are only three girls for you to marry. Hmm. Um, this version must have boys for you to marry, but I don't remember if that was a thing in the GameCube version or... Yeah, I don't remember any of this at all. I really need... Uh, I don't know if we talked about we we have not talked about it on a podcast, but oh, I, I got about I got linked to a the the nine hour Bomberman like retrospective video on YouTube where a saint did all of the research and spent nine hours breaking down every single game in the Bomberman series and giving you like the most important cliff notes on each game and yes. Yes, like, unlike a lot of game or, like, people who think that they're giving you a retrospective on something and they just give you the most basic idea of, well, there was this game and people didn't seem to like it very much or, you know, like, something that you would get from looking at wiki looking at the Wikipedia article about this game, which is probably what those people did. Right. This guy actually tried to play all of them i'm like i think there were some that he wasn't able to get it was like literally like japanese only online ones that went out of commission in like 2008 that he like couldn't touch so he found old videos of the time and it's like oh and so he's actually able to tell you like here's a an idea a bit of gameplay or a bit of lore that and here's how it relates to the entire bomberman quote-unquote mythos um you actually learn stuff. <laughs> this is what you wish that trawling the Bomberman wiki would be like. Yeah, this this man did the work, and it's incredible. I highly recommend it. And I specifically want someone to do that with Harvest Moon because there they make so, there, you have two different tracks now. Where you have Natsume putting out Harvest Moon, you have the Story of Seasons folks putting out Story of Seasons, and there's a bunch of remakes and a bunch of redos and it's very confusing factory from one of those groups also i think you're correct i think rune factory is part of this lineage so you'd have to put rune factory in there too um yeah i want to see that i need somebody to break this down for me because it's very confusing from the outside anyway um a wonderful life is probably not one of the better harvest moons okay i believe otherwise i would (laughs) remember it better well, don't worry, you've got plenty of other opportunities to do farming in a video game coming up. Okay. 
have we hit any yet that we forgot to mention? No, I think. No, we're, we're doing good. That, okay, we're, we're doing one farm so, good. so far. We're doing so, so good. So farm. Up next, Splatoon three. I almost, I tried to say Splatoon, and hey, I did it. Um, we're doing a Splatfest. It's a three-way Splatfest. I'm acting like I know how any of this works. Um, and what are the three things that you're choosing between? It was what do you want to have on a desert island, and I forget the options. Like one's food, it was grub, gear, or fun. Yeah. And I don't normally make this kind of joke, but I figured that somebody out there would make this kind of joke. So I searched Twitter for the phrase, no one rides for free. And weirdly, no one had made that joke on Twitter, at least. All right. It's there It's there for the taking listeners. Unless Ryan yeah. takes it, then it's not anymore. Sorry. No, I, 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 I put that into the public domain. All right. Good. Next up, you want to try saying the name of this one? Octopath Traveler 2. And I said that it was Hexadecapath Traveler, which I think is pretty good. I think I tried I tried to make that same joke at the same time and I used the wrong number. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You said Sextuple Path Traveler, which would be the prequel. Okay. Well, um, we'll, get, we'll get there eventually, I suppose. But then they say in this one that there are eight characters and so like Hexadeca Path Traveler would actually be the game where there are 16 protagonists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. There's... File that one away. There's RPGs with 16 people in it, probably, but... Um, I think this game visually looks great. It's very funny how... I was never... Octopath Traveler came out with this, like, new engine where they do the HD2D stuff. And at the time, yeah. I was like, well, it's neat. And then I kind of, like cooled on the way it looked but now i'm like super into the way it looked again because i played the live alive remake this year and i'm so mm. jazzed on that that now anything that looks like that i'm like oh it must be great the hd2d has always struck me as like there's something about it i don't like because you're cheating at doing pixel art you are incredibly cheating it's not actually well no, you're you're doing the pixel art, but you're like putting all this blur and bloom around it, and so like to me it looks less pretty. There's really specific shots in like this trailer and in Live Alive of like environments where it's not as where you get like kind of close ups on like buildings and stuff. Anytime they show like a city, and instead of being the traditional camera like two thirds camera view, it'll like drop the camera to like floor level and you're able to see the city in that it looks amazing well that's good and i love that look and so now i'm like i don't like octopath traveler but this game looks really pretty i bet it's fine it's the same thing again yeah i I mean everyone loved octopath traveler so this one is probably also good yeah it's fun they keep using that engine to do more stuff up next fey farm which is the farming equivalent of Odd Ballers. This one reminded me of an old game I used to play online, uh, Spiral Knights, visually. Oh, I, dude, I was almost going to ask you about this, that while we were watching this together. <laughs> I said, what was that MMORPG that we used to play together? Spiral Knights. And it was Spiral Knights. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. But it's like, it's a farming game, but it's multiplayer, but there's like 
dungeons and stuff. And okay. Is that a Stardew thing that they started putting? Dun- no, I guess Rune Factory also does that, right? Probably. Yeah. 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 Hmm. But There's... then I. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have fun. Go go on a quest and then farm some stuff. That's right. I when I saw the I think this was the point in the direct where I saw some crops growing on a grid, and I was like fatigued. <laughs> Like, oh, I, maybe we talked about this on a different, uh, when we were covering a different, uh, I think the E3 thing, um, but they announced Swery's game. Oh, um, pl- what I was tra- it? Uh, good Life. Uh, the Good the good Life or A Good a Life? A Good Life. Yeah. Um, the Good Life? I forget. When I saw, when I saw someone like hitting a cave wall with a pickaxe to get a copper ore, I like slumped in my chair. I never want to mine anything in a video game again. And I'm getting to be that way with growing tomatoes. Like. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not that way with swinging my sword at a moblin. Not yet. Not yet. But yeah. Then we get, uh, I want to say this one, the Atrothum final bar line. Yeah, uh, we were talking <laughs> via text about how you pronounce this, uh, because the guy, I thought, I thought the guy said theatrhythm. Yeah, I think it's they usually say like theaterhythm. Yeah, theaterhythm. I, like, I like theatrhythm. And I was saying theatrhythm. Oh, okay, like, I like that theat- too. Rhythm. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. I, how many songs are in this game? All of them. But like a thousand or something. Like Probably, it launches yeah. with five hundred, and then there's DLC one that has four hundred, and DLC two has another five hundred, something like that. Yeah. How is that many? I mean, it's that... a lot of. I, I've played the 3DS one of this, and it's just like every Final Fantasy game has like eight songs, and it's like here's the field song, here's all of the battle songs, here's a song that plays during a cinematic, and you just repeat that for twenty times for the. 20 games that are covered in this so is this like some kind of money printing machine where people love to play rhythm games with music that they know yes and like you don't have to actually design any of it you just well it's 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 a done deal as far as design because they've been making it for 10 years or whatever so they're just making charts it's like any kind of they have it in arcades I've, i've seen the machines in arcades where you actually just play it with like a big button that moves around so it's like it they have the system in place it's just every so often they'll put out like a console version and so they just haven't done one of those in eight years or whatever so it makes sense to put another one out okay have fun yeah i I probably won't pick this up i I will probably think about picking it up and then i'll just fire up the 3ds version again Ah. because i already own that one You ruined it because I was going to do a segue from just put out another one to Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. I keep forgetting this game exists. I don't because they really want me to think that this is the kind of game I want. Like an XCOM turn-based strategy thing. With Mario. With Mario. But it looks so stupid. I can't get over 
those dumb bug-eyed rabbit things. And I guess I'm old. I guess I'm saying I guess I'm old, which is how you know you're old. That's right. Um, like, just they do look stupid, right? It's everyone it, says the game is good, but it rabbits occupy that same space as minions and fall guys and a million other weird little dudes that fall I just guys. That I just it all just bleeds together in my head and I just don't care. Yeah. So if someone could make a, a cool turn based strategy game that is that looks cool or at least doesn't look stupid, I'll even take something that looks stupid in a different way. I'm so desperate for cool turn based things. Yeah. Maybe I should play XCOM. What do we got next? Rune Factory three special uh, and also uh, uh, t- an announcement that we're going to keep making rune factory games which oh, good i mean i don't know if there, that was in question but sure you know i was making that noise as like a joke about too much farming but i think that i barely saw any farming in this trailer i think rune factory just has a lot of different things and farming is just like one of yeah. them uh they have outgrown farming like me um they're much more focused on like what you can do with your spouse in this game. Yeah. The announcer a... said something kind of suspicious. Yeah, my one Rune Factory friend is stoked. So uh shout outs to Jocelyn. Shout outs to Jocelyn. Jocelyn, email me. Tell me what this thing you can do with your spouse is. <laughs> uh we got a big one to talk about next. Oh my gosh. My childhood appeared on the screen and it was Pilot Wings 64, Mario Party 1, Mario Party 2, Mario Party 3, Pokemon Stadium 1, Pokemon Stadium 2, 1080 Snowboarding, Excite Mike 64. Actually, the only one of those that I've played, I must have played two of those Mario Parties, but not all three. I've never touched uh, Pilot Wings 64 before, which is weird, but... Um, yeah, they put they put a bunch of the games out onto the service that you pay for. Uh, that people are happy. Oh, about. they put a bunch of games. No, they oh, announced right. <laughs> that they will put a bunch of games. Someone will get around to uploading those ROMs any day now. Like next year is when they <laughs> said Pokemon. Like you get Mario Party one like in September. Mario Party two and three. Well, maybe December and March or something. Well, Pokemon the- Stadium one you can have today. Pokemon Stadium two. I am. We're fine tuning the graphics. Well, it's just it, it takes so long to download ROMs off of vim.net that oh they it, yeah they're just it take it's gonna take a while, you know. <laughs> Is it .net? I um, forget. I was wondering because I played a lot of Nintendo sixty four games, and I remember many of them very fondly. What would they have to put on this surface to convince me to like actually subscribe to it because I don't have the Nintendo 64 pass. Um what And it's does... not Paper Mario cuz they put Paper Mario oh, on there already, I, right? Oh, I know the answer to this question. Oh, what is it? Mystical Ninja starring Goemon. Uh, yep, you're right. And it's because you can't it's so hard to emulate that one. Yeah, a lot correctly. of this stuff emulates half decent. That one's a tough one to emulate. Well, there you go. Put that on there, and yes, you will get my $25. Yeah, I've never paid for the service. Um, and I don't need to, because the only game on here that 
I would really want to play is Goldeneye. What, what, what? They finally, after decades, have worked out the licensing, apparently, so that they can put Goldeneye, the actual, like, real Goldeneye out for purchase, for, for being obtainable. But you said that it's going to be on Xbox 360. Well, it's a uh, no, no. Okay, it's it'll be on Xbox Game Pass as well. So okay. that's where I will end up playing it. But it's bizarre. It goes like way deeper than I thought it was gonna, because I thought this was the version that at some point a studio for Microsoft worked on a version of GoldenEye for the 360, and then that version leaked out years later. Oh. And I assumed that was just, okay, they've got the rights finally, so they're just going to throw that up there. But no, Rare worked on an additional version of the game, and that's what's going to be on the Xbox. So it's like a new version of the same thing. So we've got a running total of like seven or eight different versions of GoldenEye that are out there. Um, And this one on the Switch doesn't even count because it's just uploading the Nintendo 64 or do you call it count that as a separate version I don't know yet we'll we'll have to wait till it releases we'll find out what's been patched there'll be a really good YouTube video about breaking down all the different versions of this at some point yeah but yeah I'll probably mess around with that on the Xbox because I'm already paying for that service um another great segue is to a game where let me try and figure this out you go to like a country and you uh go on quests and there's like dumb little mundane jobs you can do but there's also go out into the wilderness and fight uh wolves and boars and conquer this continent um and it looks like there's a lot of like really crunchy like character optimization stuff, probably different jobs or roles for you to do and like different party members to recruit and like techs where you combine this person's skill with this person's skill. Um, and it all looks kind of cool. Like I might actually want to get this game. What's it called, Zach? Various Day Life. What is what it what is this i'm looking out the window like what world do i live in um this is by the people who brought us octopath traveler bravely default and one other one with a dumb title triangle strategy triangle strategy oh cripes um it must be on purpose they're like (laughs) we're the stupid name guys they did it once and nobody stopped them so they said why would we stop yeah yeah um but this one like it's it's cool it's also not hd 2d it's just plain old 3d guys not that i'm in love with the look of it but this was a uh ios game oh oh does that mean it's bad i don't know I, i genuinely don't know if it is or not okay i feel like mobile games have had a history of being bad uh okay huh well i like all the stats i like stats 
Yeah. Here's another segue. You know what I don't like? The video game Factorio? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it just looks so gross to me. I base everything off just the the oh, most basic impression of the visual style. You don't like the visual style? It's very, like, 90s RTS to me, even though it's not an RTS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which... Um, it's it's, not, it's a, arguably an RTS, except a, that you're... Appealing is not the word, but I am like I kind of like the way it looks. It's grunchy. Yeah, it's grunchy, but it, it seems like you're creating a industrial wasteland, uh huh, which is not immediately appealing to me. <laughs> I I know exactly the person this game is there for. Somebody that loves to automate industry yeah. in a video game and optimize that stuff, and that is a super appealing thing to people. And I know this is a popular game. Yeah. Have fun. Uh, the next game on the list is Ib. Uh, this is a, from what I understand, a classic RPG maker horror game in the lineage of, like, Yume Nikki. I don't know if it came before or after Yume Nikki. Okay. Uh, and I was actually going to play that this month, so it was really weird to see that pop up. It's the, uh, it's this month's, there's the, the Abnormal Mapping Podcast Network puts out a monthly uh game club podcast and this this month's game is ib so i'm gonna play that okay it's like three well, hours long on the next episode maybe you can tell us all about it i probably will forget but maybe okay the next next episode as the next time they do a direct no uh <laughs> I, yeah yeah <laughs> um okay yeah some kind of I, I didn't real I didn't know it was RPG Maker, but it's that a, makes it's sense. it's extremely RPG Maker when you start extremely looking at it. Extremely made by one person, yeah, which is cool. Um, okay, Ib. Well, the next thing I want to talk about Ib, Mario Strikers, because I hear that there is a update. I guess they put some characters in that game. Yeah, um, one of them was Pauline, and one of them was. Diddy Kong. Oh, yeah. Okay. Neat. It's, it's funny how they, like, they've really, truly, like, exhausted as many Mario Sports things as they possibly can, that now Strikers is, like, up there with golf and tennis as one of the pillars. Oh, um, when they announced this new Mario Strikers, Mario Strikers Battle League, we ended up not doing an episode for that direct because there was no Zelda news. Um, but I want to say out loud my cool joke that I came up with, like, the moment I saw the first footage of this game was that okay. I thought the title was going to be Mario Strikers Galaxy of Carnage. That's a better subtitle than Battle League. Thank you. We can move on to Altelier Ryza 3, Alchemist of the End and the Secret Key. Right. Or maybe think... we aren't moving on to this because... <laughs> I don't remember anything about this. It's the one that looked like Genshin Impact. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, we both were like, is this Genshin Impact? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a different game. But like, it's so wild. When you when we talk about Genshin Impact as being a ripoff of Breath of the Wild, you're like, okay, sure. I mean, like in, in certain ways. When you look at this, you're like, that is Genshin Impact. They have like, the same, like, interface and stuff. I, uh, it seems that way, yeah. So, 
I think Beyblade's going to sue somebody. What do you want to tell us about the next game, Zach? I got mad. They showed, they were like, hey, more Mario Kart 8 courses, which like, yeah, we know that's coming. I I gave them their money for that. And so I'm watching the courses trickle out as they come. And they revealed two courses, one of which had already been leaked. So I feel a little like you could have given us a little bit more information. The thing is, I feel like you missed the part at the beginning of the segment where they said, here are two of the courses. I definitely missed that. Yeah. But I was so still then salty they, about it. they got done with the second one and you're like, what? <laughs> There's like, only two? <laughs> uh, I'm happy to see Peach Gardens, though. I like Peach Gardens. It Shout out good. to Mario Kart DS. Uh, still probably my favorite Mario Kart. Maybe. Maybe. It's the um, one I spent the most thing... time on. Another game where they're just bringing back content from earlier installments in the series, apparently is Nintendo Switch Sports Golf, where they're like, we have 21 courses from previous Nintendo Sports games. And I'm like, golf golf courses are not like, or the individual holes are not like <laughs> tracks in the Mario Kart, where they're like, <laughs> oh yeah, that one. <laughs> well, like, one, it's ridiculous they released it without golf. And then two... Mm. I'm pretty sure this is, my memory says this is true. I'm pretty sure in Wii Sports, some of the courses were straight out of NES Golf. Oh, that's fun. And so that means that they had, they, they knew what they were going to make out of these. They've known for 30 years. So <laughs> just saying. <laughs> anyway, um, tell me about uh, what Miyamoto's up to, Ryan. Oh, suddenly a Miyamoto appears. Um, now, did you notice that <laughs> the guy translating for What's-His-Face and the guy translating for Miyamoto, they pronounced the name Shigeru Miyamoto two like, very distinctly different ways? I did not notice this. Oh, okay. Like, one guy was like, Shigeru Miyamoto. The other one was like, Shigeru Miyamoto. Like, listen, guy, it's not English. You have to pronounce the T. Anyway, um, he wanted to talk to me first about Pikmin Bloom, which has been out for, I want to say, like a year. Almost a year, I think. Because um, it came out in November, I'm almost, I'm almost positive. And he just wants to explain Pikmin Bloom to you and all the stuff that's in it. I think that Pikmin Bloom is not enjoying the success that certain people were hoping and uh, can I rant about this for a while? Please, I want to hear this. Okay, Pikmin Bloom is a really good game. It's in the, I guess, Ingress, but I'd never played that. So let's talk about Pokemon Go mode where you have the map of like your town where you are and you have your little me walking around on there. First of all, big points over Pokemon Go that your character is a me instead of the stupid-looking generic anime guy. Like, I swear to you that the Pokemon Go character models were not finished when they had to launch the game. They were going to have more... Um, oh, gosh. It all comes back to this. I have this vivid memory of a presentation about Pokemon Go with 
kind of lousy looking graphics where Miyamoto said, and this is going to be released in a month. And people looked at him like, what are you saying, Miyamoto-san? And then, so then they ended up launching the game with these half-baked character models and uh, map and anything. Okay, whatever. Shut up, Ryan. Talk about Pikmin Bloom. I will. You go, you walk around and you find Pikmin seeds and by walking you cause them to grow and you pluck them and now you have a squad of pikmin following you around and you see like lemons and grapes on the map and you say hey this squad of pikmin go over there and pick up that lemon and they walk over there in in real time they go over to the lemon and they pick it up and they bring it back to you so it's like playing pikmin you send guys around to pick up stuff there are also um, mushrooms for them to attack to, like, the equivalent of raids, I guess, is, okay, Pikmin, go over there and destroy that mushroom and get, like, some other fruit from it um, and a postcard. And then the really cool thing about Pikmin Bloom is at the end of the day, it's like, here's how much you walked today. What kind of a day did you have? good like happy face neutral face sad face and you like say how your day went and you can write a little journal entry and it will prompt you to save like pictures that you took during the day and so it creates this really cute nice diary of like well i walked around today like something bad happened and i was kind of sad um and it it really encouraged me to get out and walk the way that Pokemon Go had five years earlier. The thing is, instead of half-baking the character models, uh, this time around I feel like they half-baked the mechanics or something, because other than go out and pick up fruit and go out and beat up a mushroom, there's nothing to do in Pikmin Bloom. They really need some other thing like even just a second kind of thing to beat up right if there were a bulborb or something like go fight something go do something um because it ends up just being a journal game where you grow pikmin for the purpose of growing more pikmin and uh so like i can see why it hasn't turned out to be that popular because i had to really push myself to stay with it as long as I did. Anyway, I was hoping, as he was describing Pikmin Bloom, oh, maybe they have added or are going to add some new mechanics that will make it more fun to play. But no, he just wants us to know what it is. And he also wants to announce something, which is, I can't even say it because it doesn't seem real. You say I, it. I do want to say, uh, I didn't know there were Mies in Pikmin Bloom, and that explains why... Uh, hey, I'm heroic on Twitter. Is playing the game because oh. she's the she's the me person. Yes, so that explains that to me. Um, that Shout out sounds, to Hey, I'm heroic. That sounds delightful, right? That sounds like a really cool game. It's very good. Uh, anyway, but it's, it's not Pikmin Four though. You can't, Zach. That's not funny. What? Oh, to joke about that game. Like, oh, I'm on. sorry. I didn't mean to put the game down. I was trying to transition to talking about the fact that Pikmin 4 is real. 
Zach, that's not funny. Why? You're tugging at my heart. You're playing <laughs> games with my heart. There's no such thing as. Well, there was a, a, a logo treatment and some minor video and like a single screenshot to show you that the camera angle's lower. But uh, Ryan, I think I think Pikmin 4 is actually happening. you're stupid (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i i was kind of more surprised by this than i would have been if they said download breath of the wild today or something like that (laughs) Um, yeah ridiculous we'll see but okay also um they're like the whole Pikmin community, as far as I can tell, the only thing holding them together is making jokes about how Pikmin 4 will never come out. So I hope this doesn't have any like negative effects on that uh, the Pikmin 4, the Pikmin fandom. I mean, they'll be, be in big trouble. They'll be happy to have a new game. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I believe in them. So I wouldn't want to be the announcement that comes right after Pikmin 4. That would be the worst place to be. Well, don't worry. It's uh, Ubisoft has no qualms about, uh, you know, taking up the bad position in the lineup. With? Uh, what is this one called? Just Dance 2023 Edition. Uh, sure. I don't know. Okay. Do you, do you buy a new version of that game every year, or do you just have, like, one application that just gets updated? I wonder how that works. But not enough to find out. No. No. Uh, after that, we have another game with my favorite mechanic. It's called Harvestella. And let me, let me blow your mind a little bit, Zach. <laughs> this game is like a farming sim. Okay. But it takes place in... A cool fantasy world. Okay. Where you fight monsters. Okay. Uh, if you believe it, people are excited about this one for some reason. I don't know enough about it. I just know people are like, oh, Harvestilla, that'll be cool. Okay. Couldn't tell you what separates this one from the rest, but there there, there you go. Um, the, 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 like, concept that they introduced the game with earlier was that there's the four normal seasons, and then there's one extra evil season. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It reminds me a lot of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, where mm. the miasma was sometimes treated as like the bad element outside of the normal four elements. Uh-huh. So I think this game is probably the same thing as Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. You will connect for Game Boy Advances to your Switch. I'm thinking really hard about if I had the cables. Do I own enough cables to connect? Maybe. I'd have to think too, um, too hard to think about. Wait a second. How does how did the um how did the Game Boy Advance cables go to the GameCube? It had a proprietary plug it was, that plugged it was into the controller a, port. Oh, but it, yeah, it, so it went into the same normal controller port on the GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it, there's already a USB thing. I have one that goes from that port to the USB on the Switch. So we've yeah. got this. We're, yeah. We can play Harvestella right now. All right. I'm happy for us. Uh, kind of a bad choice of, you know, putting games next to each other uh, as far as names, because the name Harvestella is too similar to the name Bayonetta. Uh, they really should have put something in between, shuffle those around a little bit. Yeah, there's a Bayonetta 3. People are worried about this one because they guess they've made some <laughs> decisions. <laughs> I'm just saying. Bayon- <laughs> Tell me about the decisions that they made that they're well, worried about Bayonetta 3. Bayonetta's, well, mostly it's they changed the voice actor. They, they changed <sighs> Bayonetta's iconic voice actor to be somebody else. And people aren't really sure what to make of that. And also this game's been kicking around for a long time and Platinum is like people are reading the tea leaves and they might be a company that's kind of on fire right now. So they're not sure how this one's going to turn out compared to the first two, which are like really beloved action games. Uh, okay. So I don't... I don't I don't know enough about these. I haven't really played these, uh, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um then there's Master Detective Archives Rain Code. That's just like some words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I checked out of the direct when this one was going on. Um, it looked stupid. <laughs> I bet it's fine, but uh no, well what looked stupid to me was you are trying to solve a mystery. When eventually after you pick up all the clues, I guess, you get drawn into the mystery solving dimension where (laughs) there are sentences about the case and you walk down the corridor of the correct sentence. And then you end up in a battle with like the personification of a mystery or a crime or something. Mm -hmm. And then it starts throwing sentences at you and you have to like parry the lies and like attack the truths and like give me a break (laughs) i don't know you describing it that way makes it sound way more appealing than the visuals i was half looking at okay well it looked stupid to me we got uh a bunch of other a bunch of resident evil stuff is coming to the cloud oh good the cloud uh resident evil village which is eight if you look at it's v-i- ll yeah i like that (laughs) which is a cool treatment and then seven and then i think the two two and three remakes are all coming to switch via the cloud yeah um people complain about the cloud all the time right we don't have to get into that i don't know if i've ever mentioned on podcast but i did try out control on the switch because they had a demo of that and that was a cloud one and it doesn't work okay for an action game, at least. You could totally do cloud stuff with something that's not an action game, but yeah. Too much lag. Sifu. What is Sifu? It's like an indie martial arts game. That's all I got. Did I fall asleep during this? I don't remember this. Oh, wait. Wait, the one where if you lose a battle, you age a year? Or is that something else? I... If that's the case, I don't remember that, but I was not yeah, paying that's, much that, attention. Yeah, that must be it, because there's nothing else in the list that could be it. Yeah, uh, okay, I love that idea that you're, like, you're avenging your father's death, and you start out as, like, 20 years old or whatever, and I guess it's, like, a run-based thing where when you lose, you, like, 
you, your age ticks up one and you get weaker or something or maybe you get stronger but like that concept is rad i don't want to play a complicated martial arts game but wow me neither me neither then we've got crisis core final fantasy 7 reunion which is the reunion of cloud and sephiroth and some guy in a prequel to Final Fantasy VII, so I don't know yeah. if it's a reunion exactly. Re- reunion is because this is a remake of, or it's like a re. This is a PSP game. Oh. That they're putting out new, but it's like, it's like still the same game, but they redid the visuals and re-recorded the dialogue. Great. And awesome. they're Final Fantasy VII is hot again, so they're putting that game back out. Sure. You know what else is hot again? I don't. Radiant Silver Gun. That's the one that the Ikaruga is the Ikaruga oh, right, guys yeah. put out before Ikaruga, and people have a lot of opinions both ways about which is better. Okay, well we're gonna get into it right now. Endless Dungeon is like a bad name for a roguelike. Sorry, <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. Um, and the, the trailer was like, it's a roguelike where you do runs and there is randomly (laughs) generated stuff and it's in space. (laughs) And like, if you have any original ideas, now would be the time to say, but I don't think we heard of any. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Tales of Symphonia remastered. People love Tales of Symphonia. Yeah. This is going to do really well. People love that game. As a guy who didn't play that game, who doesn't have any fond memories, it doesn't look like a remastered game. The non-pre-rendered animations look really crude and bad. I I feel like as a society, we should probably come together and agree upon what's a remake versus a remaster versus a re-release. But that will never happen because language is fake. Language is fake, and so is this game. I'm not going to... Uh, pay any more attention to Tales of Symphonia. Um, But what I am going to pay attention to is Life is Strange, Arcadia Bay Collection. Oh, this is the start of the, like, sprint towards the end of the direct. Yeah, so, like, they didn't say anything. They're just telling you that it's coming out. Uh, I've I've never played Life is Strange. I probably won't. I don't know. Not my thing. It's fine. Yeah, I don't really go there, I guess, to Arcadia Ah! Bay. Uh, Romancing Saga Minstrel Song Remastered. Awesome. I sure. love Romancing Saga. Probably my favorite Romancing Saga is Minstrel Song, of course. I mean, I know that's a really basic opinion, but I guess I'm basic. And to find out that they're remastering it, <laughs> just a dream come true. Um, Lego Brick Tales. Hey, this looks really cute. I didn't know this game existed, and now I'm like, oh, that looks cute. It's like a... They made like a Lego Captain Toad. Uh oh, wait. That's what it is. It looks like a but Lego Captain like, Toad. And I'm like, that it's looks like delightful. a Lego Captain Toad, but it also has like a jigsaw puzzle stuff. Yeah. I think there might be a lot going on in Lego Brick Tales. We should keep an eye on that. I wanna know more about this game. It looks cute. Disney Speedstorm seems like a couple decades too late. Um they should to do a racer with disney people like where were you i also think this one's supposed to have some like really like bad monetization stuff also 
Oh, yeah. Is it like a gotcha thing? Maybe. It's something bad. I don't remember what it is. I just remember people were like, boy, that Disney uh, racing game, it's got some stuff in it you don't want in a video game. Now, Zach, is there any way we can talk about the Disney trading card game that was announced recently? I didn't know that was the thing that happened. Um, they announced recently Disney Lorcana. <laughs> okay. Now, when you hear the word Lorcana, what do you think? I think we spent six weeks in a conference room coming up with the most nothing title for our card game. Yep. Um, it's like, a, it's basically a Magic the Gathering kind right. of thing, but, you know, there's more to it. And like, right. maybe it would be more accurate to call it a Hearthstone kind of thing. Um, Is it going to be a physical game? Will I be able yeah, to yeah, buy cards? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk to someone about it, possibly to like save myself from spending money on now. Nah, that would never happen. Anyway, uh, Disney, Disney. Um, but how about Fall Guys season two? Is Fall Guys what you were saying earlier that was the same as the Minions? In my head, they're just the same category of being. Okay. Well, here's season two of that. Okay, sure. I think that's a free game, so putting it in a compilation makes like a, like a little thing at the end makes sense i guess yeah and then we get the big announcement which is that after so long we finally get to see kirby's return to dreamland deluxe i get why you put this game out uh because it's like one of the only like four player kirby games that you have easy access to right and, but it's of the modern, like, style of 2D, but 3D rendered Kirby games, it's on the lower end. It's not as good as the 3DS games. So, why not, why not put Robobot out? You, you could put Robobot on the Switch. I would buy Robobot again if it ended up on the Switch. Or Triple Deluxe. Also, they changed, like some design stuff of this it's weird everybody has like the outline around them oh yeah that looks so strange to me you don't need that for readability on the switch i don't think no it it really seemed because it was such a thick outline that it seemed like a stylistic choice and they're using the uh forgotten uh what's the curvy game forgotten Forgotten Land. land they're using the forgotten land ddd model which looks really weird in that context um, I'm probably late to this, but it looks really weird to me to see Meta Knight in all those dumb mini games. Oh, that's uh, just where he's like playing tennis and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. That's just what where that's at. I guess. When I where I come from, Meta Knight has a certain degree of class. Yeah, um, that's I. That makes sense to put that game out, but I I don't I don't need I'm that. Not, I I don't. I have yeah. that on the Wii. I can play that right now. Okay, I well, won't. why don't you play it right now? I'm not gonna because we have we actually have after an hour we finally have to talk about the thing that we're actually here to talk about. Okay, <laughs> okay, Zach. Uh, they put out another Breath of the Wild two trailer. Okay. It's like a and? minute long. It's like ninety seconds, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um, 
the two big things is they gave it a title and they gave it mm-hmm. a release date. Yes, the title is The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It's not The Tears of the Kingdom, is oh, it? Oh, I put the, I don't know. You know what? Let's take it. We got to be definitive about this. Okay. Well, I know for a fact that you're wrong because The Tears of the Kingdom is bad. And this isn't from the bad title studio. It is just Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I just wrote it down wrong in this document. And um, Rise of the it, Skywalker. <laughs> Congratulations, listener! You went all the way a whole hour through this, and you got to hear my worst laugh of all time. That's right. That's what people pay for. It releases in May. Yeah, May. Okay. Um. And. There's not a ton of new stuff going on here that I could see. Well, no, I I, I think that there's certain things uh, kind of they even kind of answer some questions about the game that uh, we were pondering earlier. Yeah, um, because we see that like a bunch of the original map from Breath of the Wild is there is actually yeah. implemented, but it's changed in that parts of it have been lifted up into the sky. Yeah, and it's it seems contiguous in a way that the world suspended above Hyrule and the world down below are just like it's not like separate zones. It's just you could go up there now. They just expanded upward. Um, I think it is separate zones to an extent. I I don't think I mean I'm sure there's like loading mechanisms in place, right? Okay. Yeah, it hit yeah. some kind of loading zone, but there is definitely when you're like, in some clouds, it will load. Lo- yeah, but there's definitely low hanging, like areas yes. in the air that you can like see, and you can get up to like relatively easy. And then there's stuff really high up that's probably where like the big, like, the big chunks, the big like gameplay chunks are up there. Specifically, we saw Hyrule Castle get like ripped up out of the ground in an earlier trailer. And I assumed that it was going way the heck up into the sky, like in yeah. Paper Mario. Uh-huh. But it's actually floating, like, maybe 50 or 100 feet above where it used to be. Yeah, it's just still there. I'm like, um, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> and, like, it's almost like... What I imagined was the developers of Breath of the Wild saying, these speedrunners just walk straight up to the castle and beat the game in 20 minutes. How can we stop that? And someone says, we'll, we'll pick it up so that it's it's too high up to get into. And they're like, perfect. Okay, let's make this game. Of course, we see that in this trailer because Link is able to get higher up. I guess it's a game about, like, if Breath of the Wild was about being able to go up everything, this game is about being able to go up even higher. Yeah, you get a new um, little... I liked the shot where... You're at the Faron Falls area, and you, like, grab onto a rock that shooshes into the air. Yeah. That's cute. Uh, that's cool. You also have maybe replacing the paraglider, or, like, standing in for the paraglider is a big rock bird-shaped thing. It's like the sand bird from Mario the Sunshine. Oh, God. Um, you, fl- you float around on that like the Green Goblin. Um, and in the shot where we see that, we also are able to see part of the Breath of the Wild map. And this is what convinces me that they are using the Breath of the Wild map instead of just having it way down there for you to look at. 
um, except for that other part in Faron Waterfall, um, is that there's some topography that you recognize from Breath of the Wild to uh, hills in the like southern Tabantha region, I think. Yeah. Um, and one of them has this huge gr- glowing design of like a bird or something on it. It's like a big glyph. Yeah. And there's a bunch of stuff in this trailer that seems to be evoking the architectural style of the, what's their names? Uh, the Zonai. Yeah. The Zonai, yeah. The logo has a treatment of a dragon that that seems like they're leaning into the Zonai stuff. Yeah. Which might be cool. And so I guess that the figure in the carving that you also see at the beginning of the trailer is like the queen of the Zonai. This is my obvious interpretation. That's the queen of the Zonai who needs to like hug Princess Zelda in order to assemble the seven tiers of the kingdom. Yeah, that's that's definitely you're, we're going to be doing seven dungeons again by the sound of it. Yeah, which is cool. like which that'll, that'll be nice. Um, I don't know if that's the queen of the zone. I don't. I, yeah, they, they spend a lot of time panning over a new relief like, yeah. like they did for the original trailer stuff. And it's like a lady surrounded by the seven tiers that it's not even obviously a lady. Oh, I guess but, you're right. It's somebody. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a, a lady and I think it's the queen of the Zonai and I think she's in the sky. I looked at it and thought maybe that's like a Gerudo person, but I don't really have anything to go off of other than wanting to wish Twin Rova into this game. <laughs> um, and then they spend a lot of time. But like another part of the relief has like somebody with like a like a lady with long hair who is probably Zelda in this context mm-hmm. and like holding hands with somebody that they spend a lot of time keeping you from seeing. They keep obscuring the other person there. Yeah. So But at the at the at the end of the trailer, uh even though the dragon motif is on top of it, it's pretty clear that it's the same tall creature from the 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 queen figure. You think so? I, 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 I'm pretty sure. I'm not, I'm not convinced just yet, but it's hard to say until we get yeah. more looks at it. I mean, why not just say for that you know everything for sure? No and one it's cares. one of those mysteries that's like, there's only so many characters that could be, right? You could plug in all the relevant characters and reorganize the plot as appropriate. Like, is she yeah. holding hands with Ganon? Maybe. Is she holding hands with Link? Could be. Is she holding hands with... You look at character. it again, it's someone way taller than her. It is. So it's not Link, who's the same height. So it's somebody tall. I don't know. Maybe it's Tingle. It could be Tingle. But according to my theory, all the characters are Tingle. Yeah, that's right. And you'll hear yeah. more about that on our Majora's Mask podcast. Go subscribe to that. And yeah, you uh, should. we're done with this one, right? I think we're. I don't really have much to say other than, I don't know. I don't. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what the tears of the kingdom end up being, and if that's the MacGuffins, that's a fine name. I like when the title is a thing in the world. Yeah, I was so disappointed when I never got to collect the Breath of the Wild. I mean, the Breath of the Wild probably just refers to the Wait fact that you can like sail on the wind. No, Zach. Oh, that's the that's the stamina meter. Oh. Okay, sure. When you catch your breath in the wild, that's what it means. Here's a serious question: When when this game comes out, will we continue? Will we just talk about it on this podcast, The Hero's Path? Oh, I mean, we'll have to we talk about have this it. Discussion off the air, shouldn't we? 
Uh, it just occurred to me right now. Maybe we should talk about this off the air. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.